game, game move. The triple backstab, the special. And this is totally on brand for Marty. Some slippery, snaky I love it. It's all good, bro. The triple backstab, the special. Yes, good evening. It is Thursday, April 7th, 2022, and we just finished watching the Week 6 eviction on Big Brother Canada 10, the 17th episode of the season. I'm Dave Mater, coming at you here on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch for Super Mater Advice Podcast. You join with co-host Jamil Robinson. How are you doing tonight, Jamil? I'm all right. Jeff is curling, but we're curling some great BB content. Yeah, we're, we're going to uh, do some pull-ups like uh, Jonathan in Survivor. Yes. Uh, we're we're, we're going to be talking the BB can, uh, but we see um, Herman tonight. Uh, he get the backdoor plan. It happened. If you didn't join us in the spoiler section last night, you were maybe wondering, would they go through with this plan? They very much did. Uh, Kevin uses the veto on Josh. Josh comes down. And then um, Herman is the one nominated, completely blindsided, has no idea it's coming. He's told to dance up there. He doesn't. <laughs> um, well, he dances he afterwards. <laughs> he dances afterwards. There's some dancing involved. But yes, Herman gets voted out unanimously here on day 41 in the Big Brother Canada 10 house. Jamil, um, how did you feel about this? Because they spent a lot of time in this episode trying to convince us that maybe. It would be Betty to go. Summer wasn't even sure. And I was like, if Summer's not sure, I don't know what the heck's going on. So so when we talked yesterday and you're like, well, Jamil, I'm hearing that it's flipped and it's uh, for Herman. Yeah, it was. And then it wasn't. <laughs> flipped back just as fast. Right? So to me, when I checked back, there was no change. So therefore, I was like, I was confused by like what you were saying. So. I was hearing rumblings that there was a, a potential flip in the works, you know, keep him, <coughs> excuse me, keep him on and, uh, you know, vote up Betty. But what were, who, do, like, we talked about how it maybe made sense for Gino and for um, JC Lynn potentially to keep uh, Herman in the house over, over Betty. And I think the other one we men maybe mentioned was Moose. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's only three people. And we were trying to, like, figure out who else would jump on board or four. not for summer was like the closest it seemed like in some ways even though when um when uh mr herman there was making his whole pitch to summer i do sometimes i really enjoy summer in her, some of her scenes uh with the other house guests sometimes not sometimes you know I, i'm kind of up and down on summer overall but uh you know it's just like she's like mm, give me your pitch sir and like she's like uh-huh and he's like you know i've always been loyal to you she's just like mm. I don't know. You know, it's just like the, their relationship was kind of uh, interesting to watch play out there and how they, they kind of connect with each other. Uh, and then she comes out of going, I don't know, maybe he's right. You know, even though she's like Betty will always be loyal to Summer. Always. always. It's ridiculous how loyal she will be. Yeah. So oh like I, th that's like I thought that Betty was kind of like justified in some ways where she was like what do you mean you're not gonna vote to save me like even if you're not going to i think summer i think you should lie. tell betty <laughs> lie <laughs> you always like you're gonna like that's what like that like derek never um went to like victoria and said i might vote you out this week and there were times i think they contemplated whether or not to keep her or not but yeah. you always you, you know like you know but victoria was always gonna be loyal to derek so derek always told her Yes, I will keep you, and that just ended up being what was beneficial all the time because there was always somebody bigger to get out, uh, you know, a Frankie Grande or what have you. Um, I yeah, just, and so I just figured that like one of these people are going home, right? So if you bounce a check, you know, it's all right. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not going to come in and cash it as long as you don't like rub salt in people's eyes. Right, said so, you know things change. You know I want to vote for you, but unfortunately I went with the better deal. You know, right. you could, you know, Betty's not the type of person I think with a relationship with Summer that she would she would take it so personally that things changed. Herman, same thing, right? Herman is not going to be mad at you, Summer, if he, if you don't vote for him. He's already. Focused. I love it. Yeah. Talking, bro. Okay. He's already focused on Marty. <laughs> so, yeah. It, and, uh, okay. And, like, you know, we talk about uh, bouncing a check, you know, and so Marty, like, 
like that day, that very same day, they're like, yeah, you know, he's like, don't worry, man. If, if anybody go, if, if something happens and someone comes down weirdly and Kevin uses the veto, then don't worry. Summer will be the, the nominee. He's like, cool. And then, you know, he was stunned. He was stunned in this, uh, <laughs> in this ceremony here when he gets nominated. And I can't even really remember what Marty says is the reason. Like Marty, I think was just Oh, saying, he said that, um, you know, you were coming after people that um that are very close to me, and it doesn't make sense as a game move for me to keep you. So therefore, you know, this is just a game move. You know, I know I. He's like, but you said you promised me safety, and it's like, yeah, but you're coming after the people that, um, you know, that are close to me, and uh, you're a good competitor. So I, I have to take my shot now. All right, he says that um. He was looking to st um, to start this week, looking for revenge. He did say revenge finally. Um, yeah, but, but not, not not in a clip that was like, uh, glorious no. to pull. I was it so like, disappointed. Revenge. It would just be insane. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, like, no, it was him abandoning the plan for revenge and yes. going with game move. Which was it really his game move? It wasn't really. It's, it's game game move. Uh, that's uh, it's, 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 it's game, game move. <laughs> Game, game, game move. <laughs> Just game I, move. I want to be best friends with you, Herman, after the game. Uh, I did like Herman's response. He's like, can you do me a favor? Can you look at this camera, this camera over here, and say that I'm a backstabber? He's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Of course Marty yeah. wouldn't do that. Marty I, just has such a high opinion of, like, I don't want to look bad on TV. It's just hilarious. Yeah, he knew that Herman was going to be pissed, right? Yeah. He, like, him and Kevin kind of said as much. Uh, leading up to it and so like directly in the fallout of this ceremony Herman you know not quite as much as, as Betty and Josh did uh, when they were nominated not quite that much of a blow up but Herman was definitely like wow you know this is like uh, something you know I, I, I did I did love this clip of Herman in the uh, in the diary room and this is totally on brand for Marty some slippery snaky so, totally on brand but he doesn't really understand the intricacies of how Marty's manipulated because he's not close like Marty's not on Herman's team, right? Yeah. And so interesting what I thought in the aftermath of that uh, nomination was that, you know, uh, he pulls Helena aside first and says, Helena, did you know I was going up? She's like, no, I don't know what, <laughs> right? You know, obviously she was very much involved. And then whereas Kevin, uh, I think, especially as the veto holder, just decides, yeah, yeah I knew you were going up. Yeah, yes, I, I knew that. I knew this was happening. Like, you know, you were, and he's like, why? He's like, you were coming for me. Right. And he goes, yeah. And like, they kind of knew that they weren't together. At least they had the respect there that they, but yeah. and and I don't like, think they made deals. It's like, Oh, uh, do you have any thoughts about this? It? Like, well, you know, I, you always say I don't show my cards, so I'm not planning to, which is like the exact same thing that him and Jess had like Herman and Jess kind of had a conversation. He's like, I'm not going to tell you who my targets are. What point is that? Right. It's the same type of thought process. Why would Kevin, divulge any information when it seemingly you are <laughs> like right going after him and herman has to take a little bit of his medicine too because even though he didn't speak it aloud to like individuals we as an audience knew that he was coming after kevin and marty right so yep S sucks to suck man it sucks to suck well like i think that at least herman and kevin had mutual respect in that sense like they like I don't, but whereas marty was kind of making deals and bouncing checks but and if you're going to do it you want to do it uh on the the other side of a of a back door here i guess right you know where that you know, especially where you know the person can't like the won't be salty about it. like look if i tell moose hey moose don't worry you're gonna be good right and then I end up backdooring him. He's like, oh, man, I thought you said that good. you were good. It's like, I'm sorry, dude, you were my target. And I had to tell you that so that you wouldn't try hard in the veto. Oh, oh, oh OK. Yeah, that was pretty good. Like, what are you going to say? I I'm a terrible person. All right. A terrible person that will win Big Brother. I'm it's totally kind of like that. it's kind of like boxing, Jamil. You know, like Muhammad Ali was one of the best boxers in the entire world. <laughs> he didn't go down the street punching random people. He only punched people when he was boxing, right? So when we're playing Survivor, we lie, but in our real lives, we don't lie. It's just like part of the game. It's part of the game. In, it's sorry, in our real lives, we do lie. Like mm. I, I don't actually like that analogy. If people tell me that they never lie in their life, I think they're lying right there, and I don't believe them. 
right? Now, the magnitude of the lies is different. What now, about George Washington? Sorry? <laughs> George Washington, was that its like thing? I, I cannot tell. No, Honest Abe. Honest Abe Lincoln. Honest Abe Lincoln. Right. Mm-hmm. But I knew where you were going with that. I'm just saying that there's, if if someone lies to you uh, in terms of something personal, right? That right. I can understand taking offense to you, but you're playing a game <laughs> and a game where there's an expectation of deceit involved. You can't get salty about it, right? You can't. You you need to make sure that you put yourself in a good enough position where you'll be okay, or you can like suss out if the person is could possibly betray you, right? You have to measure the lie to the truth, right? And, right. and figure out, you know, understand the person's motivation. If you're a bad game player and you get hit over the head with a lie, that's your fault. I'm sorry, right? Well, people, you, people uh, lying to Kevin all the time, right? right? But Kevin is smart enough to kind of suss out the the difference. How do you know? Like, is that just like a, a, a an intangible quality? Like, is that something a skill you, you can never, learn? You never know if people are lying to you or not, so you have to think about it. What is their motivation? What is this person like? And what benefits them to tell you the truth? Lie. But like, there's so many, there's so many relationships, and that's what makes Big Brother sort of and Survivor and different games like this uh, very dynamic. Because like, yeah, okay, like I know like Herman and Moose are friends, but I don't really know like if you're Betty, like you know, uh, is is uh, Summer closer to Herman or me? Well, you know, she thinks her, but maybe that's not the case. And and so there's so many like you have to sort of like how do people? What is everybody's individual pecking order? Because I guess everyone has one. Yeah. And so you have to just kind of you have to kind of visualize that in your head, and then kind of make sense if that if what they're telling you would actually add up to what you think that they are how they're how they're valuing the different uh, players in the game yeah right? like if you have a good sense of this person and their motivations then you can kind of understand what actions they'll make kevin has a good grasp on individuals especially marty so therefore he knows how to talk to him to get what he needs because he can manipulate the motivations in the direction that he wants right, right. can he do the same thing necessarily with summer uh, I don't think he'll be as successful as he is with Marty, right? His grasp on Summer is different than Marty. His grasp on Herman, they were to- two totally different people. He never went down that route, right? Yeah. And Herman never really got a good sense of Kevin, and that's why Kevin was always someone that was on his radar, right? Right. Right. And he was he was pretty vocal, you know, and and is like Herman's game here. Like, well, how do you evaluate his eviction here? Did he? make his own bed in some ways how did his gameplay sort of get him into this situation the fact that people like he was kind of saying tonight uh you, you know to gino especially i think in, in their couple conversations like yeah you're with me or you're not like i don't play around i'm not like a i'm not like that the the slippery snaky shit like marty like i'm not you, you know where i stand um is that is that true and is that even respectful or is that like it is whatever it's however he wants to play the game like Look at it this way. Herman, and I mentioned this before uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday's episode. Herman plays a specific type of game, which is he wants to win out, right? He wants his team to win out. He won, He wanted an alliance that would steamroll, right? Yes. Get to the end. Right. Didn't Playing that type of game, sure, it, it's successful, but you can't play it halfway, <laughs> right? You can't play it halfway. When, and- Kyle, got, when Kyle left, that... In the entirety of the alliance, quote unquote alliance that he had, was gone, and therefore there was no protection. Right. So what happened the the following week? Who was Hoh? Jessica, right? Yes. And he was immediately put up, right? There was no protection. There's no insulation, right? To to protect it. At least Gino and Jess are a duo. Marty and Herman, right? And and a duel that's quiet. I mean, JC, JC Lynn, not Jess. Sorry, JC Lynn. What did I say? I said Jess. Um, you said Marty Gino and Jess. I'm like Gino, Gino and Jess. That that would be an interesting showmance. But that would be uh, a very interesting showman. Gino and um, JC Lynn, apologies, right, are very quiet, right, and at the very least, Gino has done enough to kind of uh, give himself some goodwill with the house. 
Herman is very vocal about how he feels, about how he moves. He rubs people the wrong way because it's always, you know, head on. And if you're part of allowance, a lot of your, um, you know, your um, eccentric, uh, eccentric attitudes can be kind of smoothed away. People like, you know, that's just Herman. When you're not in a big alliance, I'm sorry. People are going to be like, like going to speak their mind and they're going to call you out. Right? right. And he got put up. Yeah, I, I found I like Herman was like kind of this one of these interesting players where like I kind of liked his energy in some respects and I thought he was funny at times, but on the other hand, like he was hard to root for. And the game he wanted to play was yeah, like a steamroll kind of make a big alliance with the strongest, jockiest people possible, and then just run out like the weirdos and like the 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 floaters or whatever. And um you know, get them out, and then uh, you know he'll he'll beat out Gino in the end. Like he wanted to play kind of like a pretty boys uh, type alliance game, and and I guess like um, that's kind of been the go to for so many seasons now. But if that doesn't work out, you know your ability to pivot, you have to pivot to something else. And and I just don't think Herman is capable of that. Um, he had no self awareness. Like at least the pretty boys, at least were socially dynamic to to kind of once again insulate themselves herman should have been an absolute duo with summer summer had the social aspect on lock and had a really good understanding of people where they were at herman could win right right and she could you know talk right it's best of both worlds right but no he was getting man at, at summer for underplaying her physical abilities what we what so you want summer to become more of a threat right so you want her to be a social and physical threat right and then you to just be a physical threat and everyone to be okay with that as like i didn't understand what he was asking of her right i don't necessarily think it's 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 great that she's throwing as hard as she is and obviously as she is but at the same time, I wouldn't want her to start winning stuff galore, like coming in second place all the time for her to have a target on her back. Yeah, well, it wouldn't target. serve her. It wouldn't serve her game it, at all. It makes no sense. Why are you getting mad at her? Then why that? did he want to be in an alliance with her in the first place? Like Because why he, he thought, but like he, he thought that she could be that. Based on what? You know what? I don't know. That's a yeah, very like, good like, question. I think it's just, and and I think that like it's part. It, I think he had in his mind it has to be like comp threats, but it also is like, I think who he was dismissive of. He was dismissive of players like Kevin, uh, who is like, well, this guy's not going to be like winning. You know, he ultimately wins this veto, kind of on a fluke because Gino doesn't know how to spell nominees. But you know, it's um, it's it comes down to you know sort of an immature kind of um, attitude around who's valued and who's not uh, like, and that they often talk about big brother being this comparable to middle school, junior high sort of like has that mentality, especially in the early weeks. And then that kind of fades away as the game breaks out. But in the early, in the early days when everyone is all strangers and no one knows each other. And especially when you have uh, the younger, the cast is, especially um, you will see this dynamic of like, who, who doesn't belong? Who shouldn't be here? Who's kind of, who's kind of strange or who doesn't quite fit in or who, who doesn't have it? Who will you not rub uh, the wrong way? Uh, whether it be the boy, it's usually like a boys club or some kind of like yeah. group of alpha types or wannabe but types. Look who's won challenges. It's okay. Moose and Herman have, mm -hmm. right? Gino won what? One? Gino Gino's won, won one. one. Marty's won a couple. Um, Marty's won, I think, won three. Jess has won. Jace has won one, right? JC Lynn won one. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, they call I her Jace. Sorry, that's you call her Jace. Jace no, or they Jack? call her Jace. They call her Jace. Who does the cast? Oh, they okay. Yeah. Well, sometimes they is a pronoun, <laughs> like, it's, it's throwing me off. The cast, uh, the cast, yeah. okay. Right. And then and Kevin's uh, one, right? But Kevin's one. There was Kyle. Josh is, you remember him? Josh has um gone in second place a whole bunch of times. It's it's been a variety of individuals. Josh right. hasn't won, but technically, Josh hasn't won. Um, uh, Betty Summer, uh, it's it's not necessarily who you think, 
right? There's a whole variety of challenge and you thinking just getting physical people is going to, you know, put competitions on lock. You need people like Kevin, right? Like, like, uh, like summer, right? If someone was in at least a comfortable situation, I think she would definitely try a little bit harder, but you know, you're asking people to start gaming at the beginning of the, the thing to, to win comps. Why? She was in a perfectly good situation. She hasn't been on the block yet. Like no, and like and, and I think with Herman, like he just he didn't understand the value of Summer's social game for you know, like I think they could have been an alliance, and I think Moose and whoever could have been part of it too. Yeah. Uh and they kind of was for a bit, but uh at the end of the day, like he didn't really his strategy was just based on comps and he was boring. And I think, yeah, you're right, he was very he was too forward. He was too aggressive in a lot of his pitches. He not no subtlety. Uh, doesn't didn't really know how to do subtle. I don't think you know. And like especially when he was like, I remember when he was like so mad at Kyle. He's like, as a man, you've you've destroyed <laughs> me. He's like, what do you mean as a man? What does that mean? Like, uh, you know, he's like, well, whatever. I don't really know what I mean. But you know, as uh, you didn't tell me what was going on, Kyle. Um, he would make the stupidest Voltron. It'd just be arms. <laughs> Voltron of arms. <laughs> uh, just to break down a couple of these scenes tonight. So after like the yeah. the 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 nominations itself, there was the there was a quickly like a, a scene where Moose and uh and and Summer and Betty were talking in the Expedia room. You know, he's like, I can't. And Moose is like, come on. He's so he's so bro- this, this is this is a big brother, like it should be on a rule book. If there's like a best practices, a big brother, you do not go up to the other nominee when somebody else is nominated and say, I like I'm so I'm so upset for you guys. Um, uh, but you know, especially that nominee who's been up there for days, you know, yeah. like you know, you're you're obviously more distraught about the new nominee. And uh, and yeah, just I don't know. Like it's he should have been like Betty. I'm 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 sorry you, you didn't get the veto. Um, you know, I, I wish you luck. You know, Herman is my like really close to me, so it's going to be a really hard decision, right? right. That's a, a different energy than <laughs> what he brought. Oh, oh, I feel so bad for you both equally but not and it's so fake and it's just so it's so transparent and just like this moose guy like you know even like uh, and summer i think um is kind it sucks to suck is what she says to betty after moose leaves you know she's kind of like yeah that was kind of nonsense what are you doing moose you know she's that's a t- that's a that's a big brother t-shirt right there. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck, yeah. And then there's the scene after that with Marty and uh Herman in the HOH where Herman co- like we were saying how Herman's so direct and here he was like the triple backstab. Were you saying to the camera like I'm a backstabber? Uh Marty kept pretty calm throughout all of this, right? Like, you know, get back at them. There was none of get- that. <laughs> I, I'm always like I'm always worried now that that Marty's gonna fly off the handle and like get all upset and say uh, I put you you know it's a game move. It's game game move. Is that f-ing clear enough to you? <laughs> but he, he, he break ha- me. <laughs> right. And so so Marty chooses not to tell him before the ceremony or not give him any indication before the ceremony. And instead, he's like he knew this was kind of coming. So I think he just like I got to tell him. It's all moves. And then we see in like the goodbye message later on in the episode, Jamil, he's like, I hope we can be best friends forever. I thought it was a little bit like, I don't know. Give, give the time man time to grieve. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> come on. Come on, Marty. Like Marty is so, um, like he, he clearly values certain relationships much more than others. And he's Ooh. clearly like a, at the end of the day, a bro, he just wants to like his, the boys club is kind of where his heart's at. Um, and he, you know, I think, I think his allegiance to people like, Helena is not is not as strong as those, you know. Uh, it's closer senior. to Kevin, but yeah, we're going right. to talk about that during. Oh, we don't necessarily like spoilers. Aren't at this point spoilers aren't important, so I can kind of like start peppering some stuff. Right, because uh, we didn't so- get an HOH. I thought like they, they could have spent a lot less time like convincing us that there was a chance that uh, Herman was going to stay, and more time maybe on an HOH competition or tell us like give us. An I indication. think they had they had this particular. Uh, competition in mind and it's a big live feed live feed event so that's why people are going to be glued to it like i'm i'm watching it on the second screen right now right 
Um, I, I'm curious. Do you think we'll get an answer within the hour? No. <laughs> no. no way. No it's an endurance way. comp. It technically is. So the way the competition is, it's called Buzzkill. And they've done it before. I think they've done it on five and seven. Is um, you're sitting in front of a, a, a podium and you have a buzzer and uh, you when the t- the mark goes off, you have to be make sure that you're not the last person to buzz in, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you, uh, the rest of the time you're just waiting for that that mark. So right. all of them are standing there waiting for the mark, and then when the mark goes off, then they have to buzz in. And make sure that they're not the last. So two people have already been eliminated. So it's about reflexes, I guess, and sort of paying attention. It's it's, and... it's endurance in the cell in the sense because you need to make sure that you are are focused enough to when you hear that buzz at a buzz in. Okay. All right. Well, like that's like you know, like any kind of game show would have that effect, right? Yeah. Um, which is kind of what Big Brother is. Um, yeah, and so interesting like and then we like the rest of the episode is just to recap what we didn't before the uh the actual eviction took place a lot of campaigning it starts off with the herman and, and jc lynn conversation which you know then she goes over to gino and she's like wow herman is like convincing me and he's like yeah like gino gino i am not like G- jane jane said she likes gino i have gino in the draft i'm not even sure i'm cheering for gino at all like this guy is boring. white walls it's white walls. boring <laughs> like this is no good white uh he's like jc lynn is the most interesting thing about him uh i think but she plays know. the game even less than he does i know like they're both like and, and then her mom they, they, at the end of is like who, who do you think's gonna win he's like don't don't count that show man so i'm like these two are not pulling off the win. It would have to be like they they accident they they stumble into the win like the Pax brothers. That's how they're gonna win. It's not it's, it's I, not love gonna, it. I love it. Yeah, it's not earned completely. It's not like this great legacy up into the end. It's like remember how great Gino played in week seven? Yeah, <laughs> like, remember what do you when do? Him he laid on the <laughs> he's like, Marty, is this week seven? No, this is week six. This is six. end of week six. Yeah. Um he's like, Marty, do whatever you want. Okay, do whatever you want to. Um, are you fine with me putting up Herman? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Great gameplay, um, Gino. Great job. And then they go in the diary room. Why'd you say yes? He's like, well, I don't know. If I say no, he might put me up. So I'm not gonna say it. Like, <laughs> Lord. come on, Gino. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. So um, they got to get this guy out. I like. I, I got him in the draft. Yeah, I got him in the draft. And I don't even okay. want him around. So um, things turn for Herman. When um, Betty basically made a four-person alliance with Gino and um, and uh, Chase, so it's Betty, Josh, Josh, okay, yeah, um, as well as Kevin and um, Helena attempted to make a four-person alliance with uh, Gino and Jace, but Gino and Jace wanted Josh and Betty versus Helena and and Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I can see that because Helena and Kevin would probably be uh, more formidable and like opponents in some ways, right? Like, um, sure. And Kevin and Helena are more nerdish and not as cool. Not as cool as Gino. Not as yeah. cool as uh, Josh and, and Betty. Is Josh cool? People like Josh. Josh is like, has that calm, cool type of thing. He's tall, he's handsome, he's a marine biologist. <laughs> why would you place that i don't know he's like george costanza like that was what, what he was like i've always wanted to be a marine biologist and then in that there's a seinfeld episode where there's a like a beached whale that's in distress and uh, george costanza is pretending to be a marine biologist to impress this girlfriend of his for the entire episode and they're like can you is anyone a marine biologist like no no don't throw me in there don't make me save the whale and that was hilarious tonight the stuff with him and kevin where he's like what are barracudas like are they fast you know and he's like what's the difference between an eel and a barracuda and he I, i'm like kevin knows i'm like i would kept waiting for like a diary room session yeah where come back like, and isn't that pretty obvious though like an eel is like a more thinner flatter type of you know uh individual like um a sea creature versus a barracuda is, is like a tubular um thing with like a whiskers like a almost like a long catfish kind of thing yeah um, a barracuda yeah like they're almost like shark looking things or piranha yeah. looking things um yeah they're, like, they're like a catfish like it's like a long catfish 
We should we should we should fact check the science. Now there's many species of barracuda. Which uh, should have been his like initial response. It's like you're you're thinking <laughs> very generically about it's like a tiger. Describe a tiger. Well, there's tons of tigers. Or describe a whale. It's like there's a killer whale versus like a whale shark. It's there's a lot of characteristics that are similar, but yeah, there's a the Guyanian barracuda, there's the Arabian barracuda, there's the Argentinian or the Pacific barracuda. Um, there's the heart barracuda. Barracuda. Is that is that uh, is that um, Joan uh, Benita or uh, Pat Benatar? Or uh, that's heart, right? It's barracuda? heart. Heart. Yeah. heart. Right. Yeah, so like I'm just looking at like there's so many different uh, the great barracuda. There's so many barracudas. <laughs> um, I was just like I don't like it, it just it was 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 a, one a weird question, but two it also not a good response at all. No, he's he was not prepared for this. Now he's he didn't want to tell people he's trained to become a doctor or he is a kind of a doctor. He's a he's a pediatric resident. Um, is this is this necessary? Was this necessary for his his game? You think? No, like if you're going to lie about like your occupation, find like a lower tier version of the the same occupation. Veterinary. Not even that. You can say that you work at, say you work at a warehouse, a past job that you had. Just say that you still work there, and that you are, you know, working as a OMR. What about a nurse? Could you say you're a nurse or a paramedic? I would rather say say you're an Omar, an on-site medical representative. That, at that's a very specific. A uh, you work. Right? I work at it a medical warehouse. Same... Sorry, I work at a. Okay, like I'm not saying you're wrong, but it, it's to me if I was if I was in his shoes, I'd pick something like that. I would um, another job that's in my um, in my profession, like that I work with every day. That I, but I, like a nurse. Like if you're a doctor, why not pick nurse or orderly even or something like along those uh, lines. <sighs> okay maybe i'm just different but like if someone tells me that they're a nurse i look at them with a similar respect or thing as a doctor doctors make way more money than nurses still doesn't matter uh well doctors have way more education still doesn't matter yeah i i i I, well i I, yeah the whole thing with him not telling i I know i know that's just i'm just saying this is me me and my that's like the people I know who let's say are paramedics or even for example, on um, on-site medical representatives, they have, they might have multiple jobs and they might make in their second job, make a ton of extra money, right? A ton of extra money. Like I knew one, one who was an Omar and also had their own, um, uh, as was it physical therapy, um, practice kind of deal right and she's like yeah um this is to keep me busy was basically like what would be considered her main job was just to keep her busy right she was making money hand over foot in her other position so like the the other one was like when when derek played he was an undercover police officer and uh even if you're a police officer is that a bad thing or a good thing to tell people terrible thing right nowadays (laughs) nowadays because people have a well even back in the old days i think people had like a preconception of what that maybe meant um and yeah i just what skills that gives you it's like if the person was the coast guard and now currently a, a police officer say that you're in the coast guard <laughs> right yeah, yeah like I, or something i don't know like or if you're perceived to already have lots of money security um, guard you you work in security right yeah uh i remember when derek played instead of saying he was an undercover cop he said he was like a civil planner or something he worked like at city hall or something kind of like um like an maybe, office job maybe did uh, like why didn't he say one of his uv- undercover like i'm a drug dealer (laughs) well he might not have just been a drug dealer it could have been i think think that's what he was doing it was narcotics or something like that um you better not go undercover again because i'd be like no no he was i think he was already retired from undercover work when he played uh i think especially he's like i'm gonna be on a tv show i don't think this is gonna really work for me anymore yeah so but then you also see in like the diary room like josh tonight's like well i have a final two with Herman, but i'm really close with betty plus i'm kind of working with the showmans but plus i'm working with helena and kevin you know it's like 
Josh, you are you are maybe stretching yourself too thin here in this game. Like, are you gonna? Yeah. Is this gonna come back to you once people compare notes at jury? Yes and no, because like you could kind of be working with someone and then have final deals. Like, if if um, he didn't vote, if Josh didn't vote with Betty, right? Right. Like, does he have enough votes? Does Vermont uh, if, have enough votes? No, he doesn't. No. Right? Yeah. Now, is it like a chicken and egg? Like, once he didn't have Josh's votes, and that means he only had, uh, he was only hoping for Gino, uh, uh, Jace, Moose, and Summer, but then Summer was wishy-washy, right? And then Gino and Jace, you know, flipped to, with Betty. It, it didn't even matter. It became inconsequential, right? Plus, right. Betty is a much better person to team up with then once again you know Herman. uh yeah and speaking of betty like the whole conversation there's a conversation um after some campaign where betty's talking to helena and i don't think i've seen these two have a lot of conversations before uh but like helena's like you have my vote and so much you know and they kept talking i thought that betty's pitch to helena was the best pitch that betty does in the whole episode or you know because a lot of times i think betty's almost talking people out of keeping her you know i'm like <laughs> betty you shouldn't even be campaigning too hard you should actually um just get out of the way and like everyone will understand that Herman is has to go <laughs> Herman is doomed <laughs> Herman is doomed. Like as long as like your your worst case is that you're in everybody's ear and they're like, oh, I just don't want to live with Betty anymore. Let's get rid of Betty. Betty keeps talking. Yeah, but I thought that this conversation, like a lot of her pitch, and she's like, well, why, like the whole mentality of people like Herman, where you know, like, oh, I want a couple comps, so therefore, you know, this idea of like I deserve to be on TV and on this show more than you do, Uh, you know, that just it's kind of like rubbing people the wrong way, and it rubs the audience, I think, in the wrong ways in a lot of cases. and like that these two could work together why should we let these like why should we just follow around these like comp threat guys like gino and whoever just in, and like hope that they throw us a bone why not work together here and i was like yeah like I, I i could see i could see something more here with helena and betty maybe it's the most yeah. it's the most like strategy i've seen out of betty in anything because most <laughs> of the time she's just kind of like huh she's just uh, it looks like happening? she's just totally clueless clueless not sure and even in this conversation with helena there's glimpses of that but there's also these kind of more promising moments and it makes me wonder like she must be better off than than a victoria right like from big oh by far oh by far she's still she's not in that category but she's like that of the season but like it's it's an improvement well Uh, the whole the whole teaming up with gino and jace that was done by um advice given to her by kevin and she ran with it, and you know she did a great job with the advice given. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because then Betty's like talking to Jay Lynn at one point, and I'm like, "This is bad. Don't, st- don't talk. Like, why? It worked out. Did it? Yeah. Well, I guess it did. Betty stayed in the end. But then, the, like, remember when Betty like walks in on uh, or walks out? I guess because she walks out outside, and it's like Herman making his pitch to Gino. And yeah. like, and they're you know they're directly talking about Betty at that moment, and then Betty just like, I need hair, and she like comes out, and this is like the awkward moment. And I think if I was in the Big Brother house, I thought about this tonight, Jamil. I I I was like, anytime I sit down with somebody where like we're having a game talk, it should be like, okay, now somebody walks in that we don't like, we want we need to change the subject quickly because we're talking about them. It should be this. We'll just start talking about pizza instead yeah. of having to like you know, isn't that like I think that should just be like a rule. You know, but I guess if you, you know, I guess that can make you look shady. But like, why? It's it should be pretty straightforward that if I'm talking to someone, I'm campaigning. Yeah, and that's kind. Of, and so and so like, uh, Gino and 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 Herman just opt to like, okay, let's go, and we'll have our conversation elsewhere since Betty's here right now. Yeah, it was you like, know. hey, Betty, you know, I was you know kind of campaigning, but I um I hear that you want air, so that's cool. We'll just move. Right. Yeah, but that's not what happened, right? Like they just kind of no. You said something aw- different, and it just awkwardly kind of parted ways here. Yeah. Uh, Gino well, like, seems. Well, inside. Yeah, Gino seems to be receptive to Herman's pitch, but then I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't think he could offer him really that much outside of being a shield. Um, but let's see that. What kind of shield is he going to give you? Because 
let's say they put both Gino and Herman up. Uh, Herman is chances are he's probably going to take himself off the block. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. And then right. and then who, who, what? Someone else is going to become the target? No, you're on the block. It's like it seems more likely that people are going to focus on you. I I just no, no. I don't think it's a good idea. I felt like tonight they were also trying to give more agency to JC Lynn. Like they want her to be on the show and for people to know who she is, other than just Gino's showmance. Uh, so they they give this conversation with like Summer and JC Lynn and then like the right in the middle of the episode and you're kind of like, okay, why are well, these two? Because uh, they talk about like, uh, what was it the the original alliance they had the Honey Bunch the Honey Bunch yep, G- Josh Gino Summer and JC Lynn they were the first four in the house right? Uh, yeah, that's uh, crazy. Well, that... Gino and JC Lynn were both in the house that came in together. I had oh, yeah. forgotten about that. Put in um, work from the beginning. Wouldn't work from the beginning. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Um, so um developments that happen. Um so uh summer was stretching and um what's Gino was there and Gino was helping her stretch and Jace walks in and Jace didn't appreciate you know Gino helps who stretch? Summer uh, summer. Oh Right, mm. Mm. yeah, and Jace, you know, went and had like a little a tiff with uh, Gino, and then um, uh, people were kind of laughing about it at like in the kitchen. And Gino was like, Guys, he, he was kind of joking about it too. He was like, Guys, you got to stop, or I'm gonna be sleeping on the couch tonight, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> little comments like that. And then, like, Jace was kind of freaking out and pissed off at Summer. And Summer's like, like, I don't, that's none of my concern. Like, I'll do whatever I want to, right? And Jay's, uh, like, Gino had to calm Jace down, right? Saying, like, right. it's just Summer and her attitude. I just don't like it. And, you know, it isn't right. Um, even though Gino could have just quickly, you know, just said, hey, you know, I was just helping her stretch. There's nothing by it. Didn't mean yeah. anything. Uh, but, you know, of course, now there might be an issue with Summer and and Jace, but we'll see. Was that after this conversation or it's, before? It's after this conversation. It was after uh, this like this yeah. this game talk that they have, yeah. but they yeah. didn't put it on the show at all. Interestingly, enough. Maybe, no, maybe they might leave it for. Hey, if Jace wins um, HOH, you can just uh, yeah. you can put that in there. Yeah, sometimes they put this stuff in after the fact. Sometimes weeks later, like tonight when they were showing us the whole like marine biologist origins, they showed us like the very like beginning of the show where Josh told uh, Kevin about the marine biologist, and then Kevin's like, "Oh, I'm going to ask you so many things about fish, uh, <laughs> barracudas. You get ready." Um, and and uh, wouldn't you be like, "Oh, geez, please, I don't want to talk about work." No, yeah, I didn't come here to to become a marine biologist professor, a marine marine professor. No, anyway okay so then uh that that leads into the whole betty and summer conversation where Be- summer was just terrible and was just like i don't know and like betty's like what and then she's like do you want a hug and then they doesn't she doesn't want a hug from betty or sorry from summer i need and your then, vote man i don't need your hugs yeah like we said bad move here by summer i think she was she was maybe like even if she was um not quite sure at that point what was going to happen like i think she just tells betty she's fine because she's so betty's not betty's so loyal to summer summer come on like just just play it along, and then Betty goes off and talks to uh, Josh outside. Well, and well, Josh, they're eating like Josh is eating pizza, um, <laughs> it. and he's like, "I'm kind of almost pissed about this too," you know, kind of. Uh, but he basically says, "Don't worry, summer's gonna come around." And he's like, "She's like, but," and this is the thing about Betty. Betty's like, sometimes I think that she has this potential, but then she's such an emotional player who just can't get over anybody not being on her side, not being on Team Betty is just not acceptable. For uh, for an idea, Betty's and then got a Betty, Betty's got a Betty. Uh, speak, and then let's talk about uh, Moose a little bit because they like when we came back before the actual eviction, they're like Canada voted on the greatest moment of last week, and it show it's it's Moose like getting the ball into the into the competition, yeah, uh, in the double eviction Boring. basically. Boring. I was like, this, what was what was up against this? Like, I, I don't even know. Like, this is or, this I didn't was even the check. Most I didn't even check it. It's boring. 
Was this a Twitter vote? I did I miss this? They did an online vote. It doesn't matter. It was boring. It was, it felt like a, just a time waste, honestly. Like, show us the HOH competition. Like, you know, they, uh, dude, <laughs> not gonna show you the HOH. Comp. Show me the HOH. It's online. Well, I said it was online, but right now it's kind of on. They're not showing it. Yeah, uh, they, they I even stopped know- showing it. It's on. Um, it's on break right now so i don't know what's happening i got another comment about this too because like they were all kind of dressed in their athletic wear Mm -hmm. uh for the competition presumably right um but kevin i was like most of them were fine but kevin's was no good to me because it was a golf shirt with like gym shorts and like these tall like 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 socks right like the compression socks yeah like no golf shirt you need a tank top or a t-shirt with this what? outfit. This is this golf shirt. Why can't you wear a golf me. shirt? It looked wrong. I, it was just it it looked was, wrong. It, it looked wrong. I'm, I'm I'm thumbs down on this look, Kevin. Boo! Uh, come on, yeah, man. Yeah, better shirt. Get a better shirt. Uh, I, I'm going on the record I'm saying it. Um, and then that was about it. Then the, then we had the actual vote itself, which was, was kind of straightforward, minus yeah. the the you know dancing. That's where Herman started dancing. That's where Herman, you know, you can't, I won't dance for you. Um, and then his exit interview, which I thought was kind of um, whatever. We had goodbye messages in the first time in forever. I couldn't remember yeah. the last time there was goodbye messages for Nibby D. They have it's the goodbye messages, though. Like, uh, I believe they have it online. So they always see them no matter what. Um, it just, like, yeah, it yeah. Doesn't always make the show. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like sometimes it depends on what's said, I guess, right? Like if they're if they're really savage or there's like this really like great. Like revelation. if it's boring, do you care? Do you honestly care? Do you want to see it? If um, it's boring, no, I guess not. Yeah. So, no big loss. Show, show to me. It's like show me the content that rocks. That's interesting. Anything else? Don't bother. Right. Okay. Oh, like the whole moose thing, <laughs> which I didn't care about. Moose, yeah, like the mo- and he got, he what got a thousand dollar gift card from winners, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Like honestly, I did not care. Uh, like, did sure. did someone who vote also get one too? Then I'll be like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Way to go, whoever got it as well. You know, now, J- Jamil, this is here's here's the shot we saw, the little preview we saw tonight of yep. what this was what this was going to look like. That's so they're the, all they just have like all their podiums. Now Marty can't compete. Yep. Um, and I want to only spoilers we can get into is like who have been eliminated so far. Yeah. So yeah, like um, just quickly before so, so we they stopped showing it, so I can't update you on anyone else um, more recently. But only two people have been eliminated before they cut the feeds. Why would they cut the feeds? I don't know. I just li- Arissa says at the end of the, like at the end of the episode, like, hey, we didn't fit on the show tonight, but go to the feeds. And then they cut the feeds. I don't know. I, Maybe something no happened. Sense. Something dramatic. It better of I Big Brother Canada. Come on, you can't do that. Like, give us, give us, give us the content here. Um, okay, so we're getting into the spoilers, but quickly before we do, just a quick little update on our draft. So Jane is officially out. Uh, of our draft with Herman. Herman was drafted fourth overall by Jane, um, and he is our first juror out here on day forty-one. She also had Stephanie. Um, Stephanie Herman was her team. Didn't work out, but he's at least she got a jury member. Um, it sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Jamila, you still have Moose in the game. Hold on, I have who? Uh, I believe. It's- Not gonna win. Um, not gonna win. But by who? When? When they will evict him? Who's to say? Uh, Kevin is uh, under Team Amanda. Uh, she lost Milena. As that was the first evictee. But Kevin, Ke- I, I, I'm rooting, I guess, for Kevin to win this game. At this yeah, point. Kevin is awesome. Yeah, I got Gino in the draft. I'm not rooting for him to win, but if he wins, I will win this this draft uh, at least. And then uh, Jeff's got Marty and JC Lynn. I can't see either of those two winning. Like. <laughs> Right, so far we know who definitely was not winning. So hopefully Kevin. Then there's like Sean has three people in our draft. He's got Josh, Betty, and Summer, and uh, the 
I don't know, maybe not Betty, but Summer and Josh are both contenders, I think. And Helena under Team Jen. So, yeah. You never know. You never know. I think Helena could win. I could see Helena being a winner. Could. Like, could. Yeah, it all comes down to whether the jury will respect you enough to give you the win, right? And so... There's, uh, there's a lot of game left. There's a lot yeah. of game left. That's the thing. So if you don't want to know, tune out now. But uh, <laughs> it's not that spectacular, folks. It's not that spectacular. We're two eliminees from this this this, uh, this this challenge. So we are going to get into the challenge now. But if you're not, if you don't don't want to know, come back Monday night after we watch the episode there and uh, break down the week seven kickoff. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right, we have two people eliminated. So on the couch, you could see that one, Helena, is out. And number two, the Throwmaster herself, Summer. Summer, okay. Uh, but she, and fine, like, I don't even think Helena needs the power yet. But, uh, you know, because it's only going to make her more, people more aware of her. Yeah. Right? And so, it, I don't think but that her winning her something is also good. It kind of bolsters yeah. her resume. Right. The idea of a resume and like how much do you want to be seen playing? Like Summer has no resume, right? You know, on purpose. She's fun yeah. employed. Yeah. You know, she's she's playing that strategy in the house. Um, so who would be your sort of favorite to win this buzz this buzz killed um Kevin competition? Kevin, Kevin. or uh Kevin or Betty? Why Betty? Why do you think she would have? Because it'd be so awesome. (laughs) Oh, you just hope she wins. Uh, A Betty HOH. What would even that be? Like, I go after Marty and Moose. Marty and Moose. Obviously, I don't want to talk to Marty. Uh, Obviously, I don't want to talk to Marty. But I will. Uh, Yeah, great. Well, obviously, Marty's put her up, so it would be. It would make sense. It sucks to suck. It sucks to suck. <laughs> uh, is that clear enough? You do, do get back at you. Get back at them. Get back at them. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, I can see here. Like, who's next to who? Uh, Josh, and then JC Lynn, and then Moose. Uh, it's hard to read them all, but Summer, I think, is the next one. Kevin, Betty. And who am I forgetting? Uh, <laughs> that's how uh, it goes. That's how it goes. Okay. Well, I think that's it. That's all we can really spoil, right? There's nothing else to. There's, there's, uh, nothing... <laughs> there's nothing else to note. Okay. It's so not back. Okay. So I think we'll. I think we'll be. We'll definitely be here Monday to just cover who's the new HOH, and then in the spoiler section, I think we'll get into like who's won the veto by that point. And all those things because I don't know if we're going to do a Wednesday night show next week because we have a two-hour episode of Big uh, Survivor to cover on for uh, for season forty-two, and we're, it's going to be a late night. So uh, if unless unless there's you know hopefully we we even have time to watch Big Brother that night um, in all likelihood. So we'll, but then we'll be back for the Thursday eviction in week's time uh, for the week seven eviction. Uh, as uh, you, do you, were you surprised tonight that they were. Like this reveal that the jury was starting now. That seemed to be a big revelation to them. No, I they mentioned they were... it for us. They mentioned it last week. They mentioned it to us, this... but I guess the house guests were never officially told. That... Yeah, um, right. a lot of people didn't want Betty to be part of the jury. Uh, yeah. Well, now she is. So they're gonna now have she's to nothing they could do. Now they was gonna change their vote, uh, right? Uh, but maybe that was one of the... oh. Jane sent me pictures of her hair on my watch. Okay. Um, just like from her, her stylist. All right. Cool. Let's get out. We're going to get out of here. Um, and what else? Uh, we have uh, Survivor 42, as mentioned. Uh, we just covered the new, our newest episode last night. Check out our coverage next week and, uh, and everywhere else. Plus, uh, MCU podcast here on Super Mario Bros. Podcasting. Uh, we've been doing that since WandaVision came out. And uh, we covered back Hawkeye back in January. We got uh, Moon Knight coming up. Only two episodes in so far. Once those, all six episodes have finished, we're gonna just do a like a like a. What do we think of the season? What do we think of the whole the whole story? Uh, and we'll break that all down. And then uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness got my tickets today, Jamil. I'm going to the four 
DX thing or whatever it's called in the in 3D. At Winston uh, Churchill? Uh, no, I'm going to um, Hamilton Mountain. Oh, they have a four, I didn't know they had a 4DX there. Nor did I. I okay, what, what is, that's that, cool. We're, we're, more uh, on the Friday. Hey, I'm I'm glad that more places are getting it because I think initially it was only at Young and Dundas. So more places. I I think it's an experience, um, an enjoyable experience. It's a different type of thing. Yeah, it's it's gonna be yeah. Like I I was I had to. I, I, I usually uh, don't like 3D movies, uh, the 3D glasses being so dark and taking some of the light out of the theater, but we're going to do it. Uh, and uh, It's I'm, a smaller I'm... theater, mind you. Keep that in mind, it's a smaller theater, so it isn't as bad as you have a huge theater plus 3D where like the light kind of just dissipates a little bit. And then yeah. you need to. You also have to check the projector. If the projector is good and it's still bright, the bulb is still bright, then you're going to be pretty good. There's some IMAX locations that have uh, pretty old bulbs, or the bulbs isn't that good. So when they do 3D, it's kind of not good. It's kind of garbage. Yeah. But on the other hand, like seeing this psychedelic movie where he's going through the multiverse in like in three dimensions might be the thing uh, uh, will just make it awesome. Plus, I'll be able to smell things and get vi- my uh, no, vibe. Smell. <laughs> smell whatever it does, splash you with water, <laughs> yeah. whatever it does. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be doing all those things uh, on Super Mater Brothers podcasting. Uh, Ozark uh, coming up in a few weeks when Jeff and I will cover the last seven episodes and the finale of that series. And uh, also check out our other channels, including Super uh, Live Long in Podcast, our Star Trek theme channel, uh, where on Monday nights we talk about Star Trek Enterprise. We've been going through episode by episode with Jody Simpson, Adam Woodward, and Kevin Millard, and myself. Uh, we, we look at the episode. We talk about it. We, we, we say if we liked it or not. We rate it. And then on Tuesday nights, very much the same with Star Trek D Space Nine. At nine ish, we've been doing that for two years. We are now up to season five. I, Jeff's like, let's do a D Space Nine podcast. I was like, it's going to take three and a half years. Well, guess what? We're past the halfway point. And uh, we. No we, turning we, back. No turning back at this point. We got a Dominion War coming. Uh, and so we got uh, we like, got that coming up uh, every week on Tuesdays. And then on Thursdays, uh, like tonight, we were talking about the newest episode. That's usually when uh, Paramount puts out their, their newest show. Right now, it's Picard, season two. I was talking about, I was talking about uh, episode six tonight. It was called uh, Two for One with jody simpson and then his internet went out and it was just me so i was on oh there for like, I, I i did a solo podcast email for about 40 minutes just kind of breaking Ooh. it down this is what happened um allison pill was singing um so you, know, you gotta be checking that out over there she wasn't so, drumming oh that's terrible no yeah you she should have been the drummer we are sex mabob we hate you bum 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 you know uh she she yeah i didn't know she could sing like that um i if it was her at all anyway and then um and then coming up in two nights time we're doing our next reading of star trek radio theater um we are doing darmok in honor of first contact day which was is technically april 5th it was uh two days ago but you know this is the time we're gonna do it saturday night april 9th uh 9 30 p.m davin Skelhorn from locutors of trek my cousin and yours uh playing jean-luc picard uh, i was opposite adam woodward who's gonna be playing captain dathan uh you know Darmok and Gelada Tanaga. This is the story. I'll be in this one. Uh, my wife Jane, of course. We got Discovery's own Michael Chan, who just was uh he was in the finale of season four of Discovery. He'll be playing Lieutenant Wharf in this one. I'll be playing Crusher and uh Ashley Judd's uh Robin Leffler, as well as the computer. So uh check that out. Um, we are we're gonna be bringing that live and then the uh the polished audio version to follow uh in the weeks to come uh or the follow that and then i think for may we're gonna do something mother's day related for uh with with the probably with moogie uh moogie, the, moogie. <laughs> i gotta get that on the high keys um and uh yeah and then what else uh, did i mention trivial debates nope but now you Tri- just did Trivial Debates, our third channel, a monthly show where we there's a host and three contestants. We uh, they, the, the host asks questions. The three contestants try to argue their their versions. We talk movies. We talk TV. We talk sports. And then there's a winner at the end. We got Eamon Mater set to host the next episode coming up on May 1st with Chris Seymour uh, competing as well as Matt George. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some uh, uh, to be determined on the third uh, contestant at this point. And uh, check that out on May 1st. And then uh, speaking of Eamon Mater, he has his own podcast called Let's Talk About Fighting games under his alias sam jerka you can find that on spotify wherever you get your audio podcast which is like mega man they talk about mega man and they talk about um dragon ball and uh K- kof king of fighters king of fighters there's all kinds of games over there i can't carry bow to the guard power taser 
Yeah, it was Super Smash Bros. Seth and Paranoia. Yes. Uh, so check that out with Sam Jerka, plus uh, the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn and Jessica Chan. And, uh, and the third one. And look, cuters of track with the Davin Scalehorn, plus his X Men: The Animated Series podcast, X Rated, where him and Andre, his friend Andre, out of Nova Scotia, they are going through each episode of X Men: The Animated Series from the early '90s, talking about rating, much like we do on the Star Trek podcasts. Um, so that's that. I think those are all the plugs. Jamil, thank you for being with me for this week six coverage here on Big Brother Canada. Curling uh, the great content, man. Curling, curling the, great the great content. Yeah. Jeff wasn't with us tonight, but uh, we will catch up because uh, this this Marty HOH, what what a week it was. Uh, and, uh, you know, we got to get another one in two weeks. We, uh, yeah. To get back again. To get yeah. back. We will get revenge. Uh, or it will be a game move. Game, game move. Game, game move. <laughs> it's one of the two. You get very, two very different Martys, depending yes. on. Yeah, Marty took a Xanax in this episode, I thought. Uh, he was. <laughs> Why did I put up Herman? I want to be best friends after the show. Um, <laughs> anyway. So uh, on that note, I think we can sign off for tonight and, uh, and, and, and uh, head into the weekend. I got to get all my sounds ready for the uh, radio theater tomorrow night so that we're, uh, we're good for uh, Saturday. Okay. And on, the, and on that, we'll, we'll, we'll play out uh, the eulogy of Mr. Herman uh, for this, uh, this week. Uh, Jamil, um, take, uh, take it easy. And uh, we'll, catch up, we'll catch up on uh, Monday, I guess, for the next one. Yep. All right. And this is totally on brand for Marty. Some slippery, snaky. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the wrong. That was the wrong sound. Uh, uh, is it this? And one? remember, yeah. someone yes. is always watching. Oh, thank you.